just want to say good morning and happy Christ the King Sunday to everybody. Um, today we're going to focus on the Lordship of Jesus over everything. It's a wonderful, wonderful Sunday because as Christians, we believe and proclaim that Jesus is King. So today for the children's sermon, I'm going to ask you all, King over what? What is his kingdom like? All right, so to answer that question, um, we're going to start by taking a closer look at a couple of verses from our New Testament reading from Colossians. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of verses to you. Now, kiddos, Paul has a lot to say. I don't know how many of you guys have read Paul's letters. He fits a lot um, into a, a few sentences. But I want you to be listening for a pair of opposites that we're going to be focusing on. And before I read it, I also want everybody to know, to remember, this was Paul's letter to believers, so not just the ancient church. This is for us, so we need to hear this as though Paul were, were saying it to us. So here we go. Listen close. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Okay, did anybody catch in all that two opposites? Yeah, Theo. And you nailed it. That is it. It's darkness and light, right? Okay. So it said we get to share in the inheritance of saints in light, and we have been delivered from the domain of darkness. What on earth does that mean? Okay, so we're going to get the scary part out of the way first. Sometimes we've got to know how bad the bad news is to know how good the good news is. Does that make sense? So can I have my first slide put up there? So yes. So we're going to talk about what Scripture says about darkness. But before I even do that, I have a question for everyone in here, adult and child. Have you ever been scared of the dark before? No. If you've ever been scared, <laughs> raise your hand. It's okay. Okay. So it's most of us, right? Like, it's like we know from the time we're little that there's something scary about the dark, right? And it's the same way in scripture. And I'm going to tell everyone, if you want a fun Sunday afternoon activity, I want you to do a word study on darkness and light. I had so much fun preparing for this. So, although this isn't the fun part. Um, but okay, so in scripture, darkness represents a lot of things from the beginning all the way to the end. So I'll read to you some things I've found. Um, judgment, distress, God's displeasure, the great tribulation and the final judgment in the book of Revelation when things get really bad and crazy, God's hiddenness, right? That's darkness. Um, sinful acts and a sinful lifestyle. Even deeper than that, the evil power that enslaves people to sin is called darkness. Um, there are even two books of the Bible, say the chains of gloomy darkness um, that fallen angels are held by. So in scripture, darkness is scary too. But guess what? Here's the good news. In Christ, we have been set free from the domain of darkness. We do not have to fear any of that stuff. So instead, we've been transferred to the kingdom of Christ to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. So where's my second slide? Oh, isn't that beautiful? I love it, I love it. That's, that's the ocean, by the way. That's a personal picture. Okay, so what does this mean? So many wonderful things that are worth pondering, okay? So in scripture, light represents divine revelation. That is God just showing people who he is. It represents salvation, life, God's presence and truth, holiness, illumination, which is like you're in a dark room and boom, suddenly the lights come on, or a blind person suddenly being able to see. That's what illumination is, right? 
All right, it also, most importantly, represents Jesus. John 8.12 tells us that Jesus is the light of the whole world. And think about this. In the entire Bible, what is the very first thing that God ever says? Let there be light. Yes. So um, in John 1, we read that the light, meaning Jesus, shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Probably the most important thing I can tell you is the darkness has not and will not ever overcome the light. That's right. God is not scared of the dark at all. As a matter of fact, 1 John 1, 5 says that in God there is no darkness. And finally, 1 Peter 2, 9 says you have been called out of the darkness into his marvelous light. I love that he actually describes it. It's marvelous. It's wonderful. That's another translation. Okay, so how should we live in response to this? For one thing, I don't know if y'all can tell, I think we should rejoice and celebrate that we have been brought out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, it also means we should walk in the light. Peter tells us in Ephesians 5, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. So in response, let's just turn our backs on deeds of darkness, taking no part in them, and we follow our king, King Jesus, who is the light of the whole world, bearing fruit all along the way that is good and right and true. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, I just praise you that you are the light of the world. You are brighter than the sun. You are brighter than anything we can imagine. We just give you glory and pray we would follow you. In Jesus' name.